0: Alright, so we are out hiking in the Ozark National Forest for another Reckless on the Road. I'm Cody. I'm Elaine. And yeah, our dog Doppler is panting in the background.
1: You can probably hear the crunching leaves. It's been a minute since we did one of these types On the woods, of-
0: yeah. At least a month.
1: Wood. Yeah, at least a month.
0: Last time we were at Petty Jean?
1: I think we were at Petty Jean.
0: Yeah, so... Fun stuff, Elaine. You have the topic. You were biting your tongue in the car (laughs) on the intention of recording out here. So what are we talking about?
1: So I don't actually know if this is like a specific topic, if you could give a topic to this. But recently, I've been sitting with like my own spiritual journey and like what spirituality is to me and like all this stuff. And like I've just kind of come to the realization within the last like month or so, like... I've internalized a lot of stuff and I've kind of realized that like I have been very private with my spirituality lately Mm -hmm. and I don't really feel like blasting it out on line and everything. And you know, there's like changes coming to my personal podcast and just things that I've been sitting with is I'm not really in the place of wanting to share my spirituality with other people are like really in a place of like
0: as we talk about this on a podcast
1: yes exactly but this is that's different (laughs) but I don't really feel like blasting it out on social media or anything like that but I have just really feel have really felt like private or intimate I guess with God and normally the the reason why I kind of wanted to bring this on the podcast is because we talk a lot about like reconstruction, and a rethinking, reevaluating reevaluating, relearning, unlearning, like all of that stuff. And I'm sure you, being a former pastor, being in youth group, and like all this stuff, I remember growing up in church specifically, of it's like the Great Commission, like you have to go share God and his, and we actually, the, I think that was actually our last episode that we did whenever we were uh, hiking, because we were actually talking about like What is the Great Commission? What is good news? Stuff like that. But kind of relating back to that is I don't really feel the need to share my faith with anyone. I don't know if that's a bad thing or just where I feel right now. But I remember like being growing up in the church and stuff, specifically like as a teenager, it was, oh, you need to share your faith with people or you need to be transparent. You need to be honest. You need to show like what God is doing in your life, if he's doing anything in your life. And just like recently, I haven't really wanted to do that. And I don't know if that's a bad thing or like what that's, what that even means. What an
0: ex-vangelical. <laughs> well,
1: and the thing EVAN
0: is, like, is to preach, right?
1: Yeah, I guess. And I feel healthy in my spirituality. I'm not like hiding anything. I'm not like wrestling with God or anything like that. You ain't
0: got any skeletons in your closet? No, I don't have Minus any. Minus the ones that we use as Halloween decorations.
1: I have I don't have any but unforgiven sin or unrepented sin or whatever. I just, I I've just been very like,
0: it's been intimate to you. Yeah. It's kind of, well, I mean, it's in the same vein of if people want to ask for marriage advice, we would happily give them marriage advice, but we're not going to tell them what goes on in the bedroom. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's none of their dang business. Yeah. And we would even share more intimate details to help someone, but we're not just going to blast that out and wave it around everywhere.
1: Mm hmm. And Similarly, I've been um, reducing the amount of time I've been on Facebook. I hardly ever get on, or if I get on, it's literally five minutes max, and that's just to check my notifications or my inbox. Like, I don't mindlessly scroll. I haven't been just randomly scrolling things. If I'm on there, I'm, like, intentional with the purpose or whatever, but I feel so out of the know and, like, unaware of so many things going on, specifically, like, on Facebook, and I've just kind of come to the conclusion, like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not having to update my Facebook status or share, the, share with the world what I'm always thinking or what I'm always going through. Yeah. And like, I just feel like I've been very private just with my life in general.
0: Well, okay, so this brings me to a, a hypothetical think, I guess I should say. Maybe part of the world, we'll just say the world... But the problem with social media, which is such a cliche thing to say now, right? But the problem with the desensitization we have toward people's emotions is a byproduct of oversharing. Yeah. So now the extreme seems seems typical, you know? Yeah. The atypical, the extraordinary seems mundane, Mm -hmm. you know? And so at this point we have dwindled, is that the right word? Uh, we have dwindled our faith, or our views, or our struggles into nothing but tokens of uh, attention.
1: And I was gonna say, my latest episode on my on my podcast is actually about how spirituality is more than a cute mantra, and how I kind of feel icky and like scummy, like whenever I scroll, whenever I'm on like Instagram or something, and I see like self proclaimed goddesses or gurus or witches or, you know, modern day, whatever. Same thing as people
0: using titles like apostle or prophet. Yeah. It's all the same.
1: And I'm just like, have we really dumbed down or whittled down spirituality and like the intimacy and the beauty of juicing it up on the desert or at some bougie hotel saying self-care and hashtag blessed working on myself? Kind of thing.
0: Right. Because it's all for likes. Yeah. It's all for clout.
1: Yeah. And I've just kind of come to the point of like, I don't want that.
0: Well, and I think that's where you get into authentic relationship. Because now, you know, let's be honest. When we were kids, following Christ was easy. Mm -hmm. Everyone you knew was around your church and stuff. The more holy thou art, the more glory and prestige you had in your circle. To be introverted and introspective of your faith was actually um
1: looked societally
0: I don't even know about looked down on you just were deemed as like you didn't have the the prestige you get to run in the same circles, yeah, you know as the people who are up front on the prayer team
1: you didn't take it as serious
0: right, and so now, as you get older, you start realizing what it means to make disciples of all nations it doesn't mean the standing on the street corners It doesn't mean someone asks you, how's your day? And you're just like, God is good all the time. It's like, actually, you know, that's fine and dandy. But sometimes it feels like God's a bitch, you know? Yeah. Like sometimes it God like and you aren't getting along. Sometimes like it may not change the fact that God is good. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But it don't always feel that way. It don't always feel like it's all hunky dory and roses. Sometimes you need to be honest. Sometimes you just don't need to like you need to have those moments of God. Where you're just sitting there being like, okay, I'm really not cool right now, you know? Like mm-hmm. this isn't fair. This isn't okay.
1: Well, and How like do I get through this, you know, deconstruction it has been super popularized now, and even if it's been something that's been here forever or whatever, but like just the popularity, it's the current and everyone's buzzword. Like I'm, I'm Churches deconstructing. Churches are taking it
0: on. Blah blah blah.
1: I'm questioning my beliefs or whatever, and it's popular. Like you were saying, when we were kids, following Christ was popular. Now, I don't like unlearning things or whatever is deemed popular. Is deemed as popular now. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing this or whatever. With my latest podcast episode, I was talking about how spirituality has been kind of whittled down to these cute mantras or cute hashtags or what a catchy phrases, cliche things. And one of the things that has kind of bothered me lately. In practice it's great, it's necessary, it's essential. But everyone's like, get rid of the things that no longer serve you. And I'm like, that's cute. But when you actually do that, it feels a lot more like purging. Like oh, yeah. when you actually understand what that means, it's not cute and it doesn't always feel good kind well, of thing. And
0: let's can I interrupt real quick? Yeah. Let's use the diet analogy. Uh ding dongs and ice cream don't serve you, you know, other than on a rare occasion, maybe for a snack or a treat you know but if you eat those daily they're not serving you but they sure as heck feel like they're you know good for you yeah they taste delicious there's a lot of things that serve us that aren't fun and a lot of things that don't serve us that are fun and so that's kind of the whole thing it's not just an excuse to self-indulge to the point of being a, a spiritual glutton either go ahead
1: But, yeah, and so with, like, the whole premise of everything and, like, how when you really think about, like, deconstruction, it's not, like, a cliche popular phrase. A lot of it is, like, a lot of dark night of the soul type of stuff where you're, like, cussing at God and, like, all these things. But we've just, like, made it into catchy phrases and things that don't really have, like, validity or huge value to them.
0: Well, and, like, everything. We love to turn things into a religion.
1: Yeah. And so, like, deconstruction in itself or, like, even stuff like that has become its own religion. And I just haven't really been wanting to share. Like, it's just really just been me and God lately. Right. And I'm not really trying to share all of that with the world. Right. These are real conversations I'm having with God. These are real intimate things and I don't want to just blast it out on Facebook and have like two people like it or whatever because it means so much more to me
0: right it means more than the moment of clout that you get and a lot of times we think we're sharing stuff for connection Yeah, you know we think we're sharing it to be able to show others or what have you the thing is how many times can you actually have authentic conversation from that and being withheld Slow to speak, so you know per se, I think goes a lot further. As long as like it's a whole like show me your faith, I'll show you my works kind of thing, mm-hmm. or even going to the other part, it's like live a quiet life. Yeah. Or if you want to go even one step further than that, the whole um, Jesus and the Pharisees, you know, like you pray out loud. Mm-hmm. the same thing goes for deconstruction or any other sect of religion that you can get some kind of glory for, from, mm-hmm. you know, when Jesus went to be with God, what a he, he went and got alone with God. Yeah. yeah. And that kind of takes you to the whole idea of like the prayer closet. Mm-hmm. Like there's truth to that kind of thing is like, get alone with Christ. Like, yeah, it's good to talk about God. It's good to have these conversations and not feel alone by all means, have them, but have the conversations don't just do it because it's trendy don't just share because you feel you have to don't be forced into being this extroverted thing that the modern christian cog you know machine has turned all this into cogs you know yeah to like oh the worship team didn't do good enough if you didn't raise your hands like if they weren't closing their eyes if people weren't singing enough if There weren't enough amens in the service, like...
1: God wasn't in the room or home. And
0: that's kind of this whole other thing, too. A little while back, you and I had a conversation when we were out um, around, like, Wachita somewhere. It was a hiking day. It was a new trail. I don't know if you remember it a couple times ago. It was, like, winding up the side of that cliff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about?
1: I think so. No
0: water, but it was, like, winding up the side of that cliff out toward Hot Springs. And, uh we had got to talking about like, what is our relationship with God like right now or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I had told you that there's been a lot of things that I told people in my pastor days that God told me, or I feel like God is putting this on my heart to tell you kind of things. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of realized that like, well, I felt really guilty about that because there's been times I've said things and very far from that actually happened. Yeah. You know, very, very far about as far as you can get from that. A polar opposite happened. And I feel like a dog because I gave these people faith. And I feel like I cost them some of their faith in God. And I've come to, like, come to realize now is like sometimes we feel like God is telling us something. It's kind of like the whole what door should I pick thing. Yeah. I'm waiting on God to give me an answer. Analyze what your soul feels, what your spirit feels. And your spirit is in tune with Christ. It's spirit just like he is. It is Christ in essence. Mm-hmm. So feel out what that is. And that is your truth. You know, feel out what that is. And that's in tune with Christ. If you're pursuing Christ, then your spirit will be in tune with Christ. And your spirit won't lead you wrong. Your mind, your heart, whatever, can want things that aren't godly. Your stomach mm-hmm. can want ding-dongs when you should eat a salad. Yeah. Yeah. But, or drink water, and instead your stomach wants Coke. Dr. Pepper. (laughs) But your spirit knows. And I've just kind of realized, like, a lot of times when we say, man, I really feel God told me this, we're speaking out of our want. Mm -hmm. We're speaking out of our desire. And while it may not be the word of God, because that can be scary, especially when used towards someone else instead of yourself, you know? Yeah. To realize and analyze that that is the desire of your spirit is not a bad thing.
1: Well, and even so, like, sometimes God really does tell you things to you. (laughs) Like,
0: that doesn't
1: mean you have to go and tell everyone, look what God told me.
0: Right. And that goes into the whole thing of that's easy to start getting into the wrong thing. Yeah. And making a fool of yourself and making a fool of the name of Christ. Prime example. Example number A. Every freaking pastor prophesying that Donald Trump was this man of God who was going to be on the second term who, you know, they were out there boldly proclaiming that he was leading the nation and there's no way anything else could be elected. Yeah. That's prime example A, you know, like that's... But yeah, I mean, that's just kind of the thing. Is like, once again, be careful how you share. Don't be quick to share. Yeah. Be slow to share. Because A, then when you do share, your words carry more weight.
1: Because obviously Trump isn't president.
0: When you're slow to carry, like, when you're slow to say those things, you vet them in your spirit. They carry much more of an impact than a loose-lipped whatever.
1: Well, they always say loose-lipped sink ships.
0: (laughs) Yep. And so I think that's kind of my thing to that is, like, it's okay to not share. Mm -hmm. In a world of content creation, it's okay to make a song for just you. Yeah. It's okay to have a miracle in your life and not post it on Facebook. It's okay to draw a piece of art that you just want to look at. You don't have to put all the things out to all the people.
1: And even bad things, too. Or, like, unfortunate things. Or sure. Stuff like that. Like, you don't have to blast that online. Like, a lot of things could be better dealt with had we not blasted it out on social media. Sure. Like, sometimes it creates even worse situations.
0: Sure. And all that's to say, you can if you feel like you should. Yeah. If you feel like someone can benefit from that, that's fine too. But it's just giving you permission to say, hey, I don't have to do that.
1: And I just, that's just kind of, like I said, I I didn't know if that was like a specific topic. But that's just kind of where I have been is that I am so okay with like being more private and leading more of a quiet life. And it's so, I feel like that sounds contradictory because like our business and everything, like we're online, like all the time. All the time but I think that's the beautiful thing is that we're online for like business and clients and all of that but we don't have to be online like we can log off at the end of the day and deal with our other stuff like we don't have to share every part of our lives online Yep. yep and I've just gotten to the point of like I'm okay if I don't if I disappear online for a week or so.
0: I think that's the beauty of it. Oh, by the way, this is actually our uh, three years of podcasting. So
1: happy th- three-year anniversary.
0: Yeah. <laughs> happy three years to The Reckless <laughs> Pursuit. We've been doing this for 158 episodes, and we started with three. So that means 150, like, you know, it's 156 and the two extras, so 158. This is it.
1: And we've had a bonus episode, too.
0: Yes, but we missed one at one yes, point when you were in the so, hospital. So yeah. way back when we first started. So this is it. Um, So happy three years to The Reckless Pursuit. Wow, that's crazy.
1: We need like a birthday cake or something. Right?